0: hi fellas welcome to another week even though it officially started yesterday or was it the day before it's hard to keep track these days i hope everyone is staying safe and healthy on this episode we'll be discussing pair programming We'll look at what pair programming is, how it's done, some pair programming etiquettes, the benefits and some not so good effects. Let's think of it using this analogy. Two friends, Ayo and Alex, make plans to head over to a resort this weekend as it's been a really stressful week. They plan to drive all the way there even though both of them haven't visited the place and therefore do not know the route, they get hold of a map and off they go. For the safety of both of them, they agree that Ayo should drive while Alex would look into the map and help with the navigation. While Ayo's eyes are fixed on the road, checking with Alex from time to time that he's on course, Alex is checking the map for the shortest routes and directing Ayo on how they will get there. That was a non-literal picture of what pair programming is. As you can probably tell from the name, Pair programming entails two developers at a workstation or a computer with one keyboard and one mouse creating code together. The developers take on two roles during this process. One is usually the driver and the other the navigator. I was going to say the finisher, but I'll just stop now. (laughs) Now the driver is the one with the keyboard and the mouse, right? He or she is writing or typing the code and talking through their process. In other words, they are programming out loud. The navigator is the observer. While the driver types, he or she shares thoughts, asks questions, provides feedback about the code being written, and they also make suggestions. So, they also go about like spotting bugs, they point down mistakes like syntax errors, and they bring up possible edge cases. So, the navigator is essentially always thinking about the big picture, while the driver focuses on details. The most important component in pair programming is actually communication, right? Because the pair partners don't just focus on churning out code, they also spend time planning and discussing the hows and the whys. Pair programming can be done both physically, that is, two devs in the same room, and it can also be done remotely and this is done by using collaboration tools like screen sharing. Now let's take a look at a couple of things that individual code contributors and teams can benefit from pair programming. First one I'd like to mention is the increased code quality. Like they say, two heads are better than one, right? So when developers pair up to code, they spend time discussing their thought process, complexities around the solution. And because of this, the risk or error that they they could possibly have is reduced and there is little or no allowance for bugs to creep in to the code base. Another value that pairing provides is the platform for knowledge transfer. Now when pairing is done between a more experienced developer and learner, the learner gets to easily learn more about about the craft and it also provides the opportunity for the driver and the navigator to learn more about the code base itself. Key thing is pair review. Now, typically in a team, after a developer writes code, he or she creates something known as pull request or merge request, and this is simply done to notify other developers within the team that they made changes to like the code base and it needs to be reviewed. So once it gets reviewed, it now gets added to the existing code base. And the reason why that is done is so that you don't have a situation where a product goes out and there are bugs because somebody didn't do a double check to see that everything is fine before it got added to the code base. So now the value that pair programming brings in this regard is that the review can easily be done on the go while pairing with another developer. Finally, there is also the feeling of confidence that collaboration brings, right? So it would minimize second guessing your work. Because you had a second pair of eyes looking at it anyway. And it will also give developers a sense of ownership of the project. Also, it's important to note that pair programming is not only beneficial to junior developers. Even as a senior, sometimes you can make mistakes. And pairing with another developer can help fill those gaps. Just as they're good parts of pair programming, it could also get ugly sometimes. First of all... Some simple tasks can get overcomplicated by pairing. There is also the fact that some people just work better alone, right? Plain and simple. So they work in groups from time to time. They probably do that. But they deliver more when they work alone. And So pairing all the time might get exhausting for them. Another thing that also sometimes contributes to pair programming not being so good is the fact that it could lead to more of talking and less of the actual coding work. Now, there are a couple of pair programming etiquettes that I would like us to talk about. First of all, you want to have some empathy when you're pairing with someone else, right? You want to be respectful. There's no need to insult or be condescending, even if you feel like your partner's skills are probably not up to yours or not as good as yours. You don't want to be bossy because no one likes a backseat driver. <laughs> and another thing is that you and your partner should always be talking about the work right ensure that you're clarifying things you're not sure about or that you have a different opinion on you must also be willing to be vulnerable most times we feel like oh i probably shouldn't ask that so that this person doesn't think i'm stupid but you know to grow you need to be willing to to so ask why, ask questions so that you can learn as well. It's also important for partners to switch roles from time to time. So both driver and the navigator can get the benefits. Now make sure that you take breaks as well. Don't ignore them because this will help to increase concentration between the pair partners when they decide to regroup. You also want to be mindful about things like hygiene, right? Get a nice breath mint, get deodorant, you know just because somebody is most likely going to be close to you. How often should you be pair programming? I personally believe that it depends on what level you are. As a new beginner, I'm of the opinion that it is more useful for you to spend time pair programming than not when you do this you prevent a situation where you're stuck on things that don't have so much value right so you may like getting stuck on like a simple syntax issue that could have been easily resolved if somebody was coding with you Right, and because of this you're able to spend more time on quality learning. I believe that for senior or more experienced developers, they might not necessarily need to spend as much time pairing as new devs, however, the benefits are still relevant to them as well. On that note, we'll conclude this week's episode of Rewire with Susan, let me know what you think about pair programming, do you currently embrace it in your team? What are your thoughts on it? feel free to share this with me via email at hello at rewirewithsusan.com. Stay safe and take care. Hey there, trust you had fun listening to this week's episode of Rewire with Susan. For more of this, be sure to subscribe to get updated with the new episodes. If you have any questions, rant, suggestions, feedback, or a topic you'd like for us to discuss here, simply send an email to hello at rewirewithsusan.com. You can also drop a tweet or DM me at Sir Hastings on Twitter. Thank you for listening and talk to you soon.